Welcome to the Situation Report, dedicated to bringing you news and information from the front lines of the war at home to save veteran lives. The Situation Report is brought to you by the One Fight Foundation, committed to ending the veteran suicide epidemic in America that claims 22 lives each day. We know veterans because we are veterans. And now, the Situation Report with your host, Adam Bonatai. All right, so back again here on the Situation Report with Sean Reitler from the United States Army. Uh, last week we were talking about what's Afghanistan like, and I said we're getting into a heavy topic. He brought up trying to uh, saying that it was very difficult to describe modern war um, and and put that into perspective for everyone. But I, I want to get into it a little bit more and hear his thoughts. So, Sean, when everyone asks about war, they always say, "What's it like? Is it like Black Hawk Down?" Is it like saving Private Ryan? And first of all, I'm like, well, first of all, I wasn't on Normandy, so I have no idea what <laughs> whether, what that was like. But did you ever see anything uh, movie-wise, entertainment-wise, when you talk to someone? Did anything, did real war, modern war, real life match what you thought it was going to be? Or did it completely overwhelm you, underwhelm you? I would say anything that I've seen on the big screen, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't directly correlate to, to my experiences, at least. Um, maybe small tidbits here and there, but it wasn't like a full-blown every minute of every day we're fighting. and Huge point right there. Yeah, everyone, nobody realizes the infantry, it's like long periods of boredom, extreme moments of excitement, and then back to some more boredom. And you just don't know when one's going to start and the other one, or when one's going to end, the other one's going to start. One thing, it's not nonstop fighting. Like, was Afghanistan like that? Like, No, no, not at all. I mean, you spend more time trying to keep yourself occupied yeah. during your downtime than you do actually fighting the enemy so and 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 now with uh you would think with youtube people would uh see what we really do while we're on deployment and overseas uh when we're not fighting but um and the emotional rush we talked about the the adrenaline rush of war um what was the the feelings like you know uh after a firefight knowing what you had just done was it was it amped up was it would you feel guilt? Was it, I mean, anything, any, and try, I mean, I'm just trying to put it into perspective to people, what it's like to be you in Afghanistan to know here you are, like we said, tip of the spear, you're out fighting, doing things less than 1% of the, the population America has ever done, uh, in a foreign country that's underdeveloped, as you were describing, uh, what's that like? And you were, how old were you even then? I mean, what, like 25, 26, maybe 20, 25, 26. So young compared to you know as old as we are now so what was that like then how what was the emotional feeling for you i mean well there it it can go either way if you get into you know a fight and and somebody gets hurt you know after that you you, you've got a feeling of of depression and and remorse and, and you're trying to think to yourself what what could i have done differently to to prevent that from happening but then you know on the flip side like I said, it's not every minute, every fighting, you know, fighting all the time. And, you know, you might catch a couple pop shots and they're so far away, they don't even have a chance of, of hurting anybody that you're with. So, you know, on that side of it, you know, you're you're more having fun. You're just laughing. You're, you know, you're laughing at the just the ridiculousness of, of what's going on in front of you. So it, it can go either way, you know. I, and I think people realize... Uh, they they do think it's nonstop fighting, but they also also imagine a lot more of that depression or guilt. I think they they don't realize how fun it is. Dare I say that on this type of recording? Let people know. Uh, in the infantry, at least to me, being in Iraq fighting was fun because uh, I was doing something cool. Uh, I was defending my country, 
And the times you're talking about with the guys, like those were like the best times of my life. Like, I'm, uh, how is it for you? Like, I mean, I, people say, oh, my brother's in my frat. We had some crazy times. It's like, dude, you have no idea what crazy <laughs> fun is really like until you come spend a miserable couple of weeks in a foreign country with a bunch of grunts. Yeah. I, I, I mean, nothing I've ever experienced in my life, brother, you know, brotherhood wise, nothing compares to the camaraderie in, in the infantry, in the armed services, the Marine Corps and army in particular. I mean, those guys, we've, we've bonded relationships that are going to last our lifetimes and, and you know, there, nothing will ever compare to it. And that's a perfect segue then, because I promised the listeners we were going to finally talk about coming home. So what was coming home like then for you going from surrounded by brothers who had you'd gone through such highs and lows with to you'd said you don't really have anyone veteran wise that you served with um, here in the Lehigh Valley. So what was that like? I mean, abandonment? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Coming back here, it's it's surreal to a certain extent, like you're, you're very relieved and, but at the same time, you don't know how to take it. And, and at first it's, it's glorious. Uh, it's one of the best feelings in the world, but it starts to fade very quickly. Um, not having that camaraderie and that brotherhood available to you at, at all times. And it, it takes its toll on you, you know? Um, yeah. I, I was just talking to you earlier about, um, you know, I would, I would trade anything just for another week, just so I could experience it one more time to, to, to experience that camaraderie and that brotherhood and to be with those guys that I cared more about than, than anything else in the world when I was there with them. Yeah. You know, and the only way I can think to like kind of parallel it to, to civilians that haven't experienced it to understand a little better is like that professional athlete, that Michael Jordan type athlete that retires or Brett Favre. Perfect. Brett Favre. He like retired like five times. He just kept coming back. He like, and they're like, Oh, just go away, man. Like, no, people don't understand. Like he loved it so much. He didn't know what to do without it being a part of his life. And yeah, I bet if we went back right now, you and I, for one more week, as soon as that week was up, we'd say, hey, just one more week, then I'll really be done. And it would be a never-ending cycle. Um, And me personally, I think that's what a lot of uh, veterans across the board feel, even those that weren't in combat. I feel that that sense of coming home, there there is an abandonment. Um, Do you think that's the biggest challenge that's facing veterans? Or what do you think is the biggest challenge facing veterans when they come home? Honestly, I it would be hard for me to, to narrow that down. Um, I know that's probably the biggest issue for me. That's the hardest thing for me to deal with is the, is the lack of brotherhood. Um, Has social media made it any better? Like, I mean, I mean, granted, we've only grown up in the social media, so I don't really know what it was like without. But Facebook, t- Twitter, any of that stuff help? Text, you know? Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, th- those guys that I built those relationships with, um, I mean, like I said, I'll, I'll be – communicating with them till the day I die. I, I, I assure you that. And, uh, the whole social media thing has just made it, gave another, gave me another platform to, uh, to communicate with them on a regular basis, you know, and, and it kind of keeps that brotherhood alive and, and it keeps that, that friendship as strong. Is Does it keep it alive for you or is it a little bit of a tease? Cause I mean, I can imagine like you're so close yet so far. You know what I mean? Or, or seeing what is it, uh, Funker Five Thirty? Seeing the Afghanistan combat footage and stuff. It's like I was there. Like it's it's cool to watch, and then you realize like it's not cool because I'm not in that video. I'm not there right now. So, what do you think? Is is it helpful, or or is it a tease? It's it's both. It's both. I mean, both both the point you came across with and the point I came across with are both. They both apply. Um, it's kind of a tease when when 
that brother that's on the other end of that that computer or that that phone sending a text message is having a hard time and you can't be directly there for them. So um, you've had friends that have had you know even rougher times, rough times or rougher times than you have. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I mean previously and I mean currently to to this moment, there's there's guys that I know that are having a hard time. So okay, would you mind if we talked about that a little bit more? We don't have to name names or anything like that, but just give the folks at home, uh, maybe next episode, a little more um, insight into what that's like to to having a brother in such distress. Can we can we get into that then? Yeah, absolutely. As long as anonymity comes into play, of, absolutely, know? of course, of course. Um, okay, well, in that case, then we're making great progress here talking to Sean. Great episode this week. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, really looking forward to getting into um, his thoughts on on the troubles veterans are facing at home, what he's been able to do about it, um, and what they're doing to try and regain some camaraderie, because that, that thought is right in line with what we're doing here at the One Fight Foundation. So please join us again next week. Uh, until then, www.onefightfoundation.org, One Fight Foundation on Facebook, and on Twitter, we are numeral one team, one fight. And we will see you again. This is Adam Bonatai, your host of The Situation Report, signing off. You've been listening to The Situation Report with Adam Bonatai. Visit onefightfoundation.org or follow the One Fight Foundation on Facebook to learn more about how you can join the fight. Help put an end to veteran suicide. One life and one fight at a time. OneFightFoundation.org This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.